You are listening to the Body Charge Podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Sanderson. Welcome to the Body Charge Podcast. Today's topic is fitness means adaptability to environmental change. And I'm very honored to have a special guest, Michaela. Michaela, Michaela, I should know Michaela. Michaela is my daughter, but not really. This Michaela is different to my daughter, Michaela. This is Michaela Chernikova, who is coaching women to overcome emotional eating, regain their confidence, inner power and resiliency. Not only that, she is also a researcher, university teacher and mentor and a yoga practitioner. Michaela holds a PhD in cell biology from the Faculty of Medicine, Charles University in Prague. So welcome to our podcast, Michaela. Um, I'd like to start with the first question about your specialty in the PhD, which is about tardigrades. So what exactly is a tardigrade and why are they so interesting and special? Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me here and giving me the opportunity to talk about this. So tardigrades uh, are microscopic invertebrates. They live almost everywhere. They are tiny, tiny uh, little animals, and they are really special for the ability to survive almost everything. So uh, they survive almost 30 years without water, which is really essential to them. But how many years? How many years? 30 years without water. Oh yeah. my God, I thought yeah. all living things need water, no? Yeah, they, they need water uh, and that's why they are so special because uh, they need water for their active life. But if there is no water, they can adapt to it. So they withdraw their legs, they withdraw the head and create something that is called uh, a stun formation. And in this state, they are somewhere in between life and death. So they don't take any food, they don't defecate, they don't have any metabolic activity that we would be able to measure. So they are waiting for more pleasurable time. When water occurs, then they again start to be active. It's a bit like a hibernation, isn't it? When Yeah, it's suspended it's animation. Yeah, so so this is called cryptobiosis, which is state like a little bit more uh, fun <laughs> because in hibernation the metabolic activity is slowed but in cryptobiosis is stopped which is fascinating isn't it that we are somewhere in between life and death because metabolic activity is one of the factor of characterization of the uh, of the living form to be alive and now we have living form that is not Alive, the way. Yeah, that is fascinating. You know what it reminds me of the the Star Trek um, series, <laughs> where people go into suspended animation. They go into one of those um, capsules, and then they can um, t- they can take a uh, hundred years if necessary in suspended yeah. animation to get from one part of the universe to the other, um, yeah. and uh, wake up just like they went to sleep. Um, yeah, so perhaps it, that research might help in the future to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. This is also a very cool thing because uh, they were actually exposed to open space conditions uh, in low Earth orbit and they survived it. 
So there is also uh, this really cool side of them, how we can use them in radio protection of human cells, for instance. And there is ongoing research that, uh, that studies different proteins and molecules that are responsible for the activity, for, for this um, uh, resistance and tolerance. And it actually helps to uh, increase resistance in human cells. So this, the potential is really huge. So when you said, uh, did you say radiation? Does that mean radiation exposure? How yeah. we could become more resilient? Because, you know, the sun goes in cycles and the Earth's magnetic yeah. field gets thinner in, in cycles. And then we are exposed, you know, the ozone layer gets bigger. We are then exposed to more cosmic rays, more radiation. And then there's our own technology on the Earth, more EMFs, more radiation from many sources. Uh, so we probably should be looking at something that makes us more resilient. Yeah, so they have this unique protein that is called DSUP, damage suppressor protein. And this protein uh, actually covers the, the DNA. So it helps the DNA to be protected, protected against the break, breaks. And when this protein is overexpressed in human cells, it increased the resistance to irradiation by 40%, which is not neglected number. And it works That's in cells. Yeah. 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 So so potential is there and we need more researchers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, and I, I know my specialty is in magnesium. So we make electromagnesium skincare products for absorption yeah. transdermally. Yeah. Uh, and I know from various studies that I've read that um, magnesium is essential in uh, DNA repair and the DNA repair mechanism. So, and, it, and it's so ubiquitous and needed by all living things on the planet. So, um, and we also need magnesium to make proteins in the first place. So I'm thinking this might be a very good combination in the research. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it let's do it so let's um segue sideways and look at how this kind of idea of resilience can not only apply to humans on a physical level but what can we learn from tardigrades and their resilience in everything that we do in life because humans are more than just you know uh, our physical cells we are yeah. emotions and we have you know body mind and soul all wrapped up together so how 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 did you step sideways into helping women become more confident and more successful and able to cope with stresses better yeah so for me personally nature is a huge inspiration so not only tardigrades but there are many other animals that can inspire us to be more resilient like ants who are <laughs> who create like these huge societies and uh, they have agriculture job division uh, self um, uh, how to call it uh, defense mechanism against infection so the immune so system is, is immune, yeah. And, yeah and they yeah. have like self disinfection glands so they they up level the immune system to this this to way because in such a huge agriculture uh, i mean in such a huge society there is like uh, 
much more common that there will be some kind of infection, right? So you mean so, in an ant colony when you say yeah, in a society, yeah. so that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a, a big colony, like a colony of bees and a colony of ants. Yeah, yeah. So, so they are perfectly adapted to this huge society uh, or colony pack. So, so this is actually something that we can learn from them as well. And with tardigrades, like uh, you, you very nicely mentioned that resilience is not only this physiological and physical things, but it is also mental and emotional adaptability to like internal and external triggers. It is also our adaptability to uh, deal with some traumatic experiences and with difficult experiences that we uh, just are exposed to. So it is for me set of skill sets and healthy coping mechanisms. Humor is one way how to do it. And as you mentioned, yoga, like there's beautiful many many techniques that we can include in in the station like uh, laughter yoga which is really helping laughter <laughs> yoga oh my gosh tell me more about that laughter this yoga yeah because sometimes i do yoga exercises be... <laughs> but i must say i don't laugh while i'm doing it <laughs> uh you can laugh like every day you can just start small so you can you know uh, stand in front of the mirror and show yourself the teeth so your body directly start to be uh, in that laughter mode and air yeah. and release all the hormones so you if you stand like this at least for 10 minutes you will be in much better mood even if you are really low you know that there, there have been yeah. studies there to do with the muscles in the face so if you don't feel like smiling but you force the smile yeah. after a while the the muscles send messages to the brain you should be feeling happy to go with this smile because the muscles are in this position so you have yeah. to kind of fake it till you make it, right? Yeah, and yeah. this is what I want people to realize that we think that emotions are us, that, that they are in, inside of us or they come to us, but we are actually responsible for them and we can work with them, which I don't mean to pretend that this emotion is not happening. This is not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that if you are in one emotion for too long time, it's maybe time to change it. And you can change it by change, changing the physiology of the body. So you can, you know, just raise up your hands. And then automatically you, when you celebrate, you, you just raise up, up uh, raise your hands up to your head and start to smile, right? So if you remind yourself this celebration practice, you start to be more happy actually. Yes, you so, tend to breathe more oxygen in as well. Yeah, the the yeah. the lungs, the breathing changes, and so you're then releasing really good endorphins from the brain. The feel good chemicals. Yeah, and you know, even within the group, you can practice this within practice this within the group, and uh, this is really funny because people have like initial resistance to do this, and they are like telling, "Oh, I'm not going to fake laugh." But then you can start really small way and you can say like, maybe your kids and teenager are saying to your joke, like, ha ha, this is so funny, you know? <laughs> so you can just start to say this. And if three people, just three people say like, ha ha ha, this is so funny. They'll start to laugh at each other. 
yeah yeah and slowly you start to open up and it's more relaxed and and if you practice this you start to like really feel this way and be so la laughter is a bit catchy like a sneeze you know when you see someone <laughs> sneezing and suddenly or yawning yes. you 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 do the same thing it's catchy yeah. so yeah. laughter is catchy so and, and so it's important to be um, in a group to be social so it's more difficult to do these things when you're on your own probably you need the catalyst of other people to bounce off to to have that social interaction and, and so I'd imagine people would need to feel comfortable in that space and feel like you know no one's being critical of them so how do you create that environment where everyone's feeling more comfortable and able to be themselves without fear mm. how do you mm. create that environment so that's beautiful said because we think that we need something from external space to create this comfortability and, and comfort within ourselves but we still have it so first step would be like be in tune with yourself and find what are your needs and how you can be actually authentic within you and this is also one thing that I think, especially for women, it's important to know to be really vulnerable, which doesn't mean to be exposed in dangerous situations, but it means uh, to be in tune with the emotions and actually like find a way how to express yourself in a way that is respectful to yourself, actually and respect for others as, as well. Because we think often, I, I this is what I experience with women, that they think that emotion, being emotional means they are weak, especially when they were grown up in families where uh, they have at least one authoritative figure, or, you know, all these limiting beliefs that we were taught as we were young, that toughen up or, don't cry, otherwise I will give you reason why, you know, and, and this sticks in our heads maybe until really late age, and then we, we struggle with this. I remember that, stop crying or I'll give you a good reason to cry, and then yeah. comes comes the hand or the wooden spoon. That was the yeah. old days. They don't do it now anymore, I heard. <laughs> yeah, but then if you don't allow yourself to actually really express it, you hold it and then create tension. Yeah. And then you start to cry in unexpected situations and then you are told you are sens sensitive. So so one way how to practice this is actually, and, and that worked for me very well because there is also this, a huge trend of toxic positivity you know you have to be positive and only positive and there is nothing negativity and I love everything and everyone <laughs> so so one way to practice this release actually is to create your own safe space within your home environment maybe where for me it was that I wear something really black like I wear myself all in black and put some really sad movie. So I have this, all the triggers. Yes, yes. me to release. That's so good. I think that works for me too. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But after I see a movie that that has a catharsis where, where you have a, an emotional release and I have tears rolling down my cheek, afterwards I feel, feel very calm, relaxed and satisfied. Yeah. Like something's 
been released that was there was a tension before but and then it's gone so so I, I think that's how the old fairy tales worked as well they have a story where there's fear fear of the boogeyman fear of something bad and then you have a challenge and you overcome the challenge and then the fear goes and then there's a release so that's very yeah. important for for yeah, human and interaction and also also uh i read in the past within actually like indigenous communities like when someone died there were like people who were crying so much so they were like initiating the cry within other people so they can release it more fast so they don't hold this grief forever in in some societies because there is a benefit to tears Uh, actually when you cry you're releasing uh are pain-killing chemicals. They actually numb the pain. So so there's a very good biological reason that we cry. And if you bottle it up, you only increase the tension. And then um, I think internally that makes the body a bit more acidic because yeah. uh, of the stress chemicals that can't be released, can't be washed out. Yeah, precisely. So, so it's not only about that everything is positive, but... It, I think this like permission to yourself to release these emotions in physical way it's really important and it doesn't make you weak because you feel more liberated more in control actually of your emotions and you don't hold this tension and also as I mentioned this aunt and cooperation I think it's really important to actually talk and discuss things that bother you and, and don't hold them inside don't, don't bottle hold things. the tension yeah, yeah yeah don't bottle it up yeah because then we act more from reactivity if we would bottle it up in, inside of us instead of constructive creative way so how many times it happens all the time um in friends and relatives and people have some kind of frustration uh, or or a feeling of rejection by someone or something didn't go right and they feel anger but they can't actually express that anger to the person or the situation that triggered that anger so they go home or they go to a friend and the, the people that are closest to them get the brunt of and the force mm. of the anger and they didn't mm. do anything wrong or they did something very small but it doesn't warrant the power or the strength of that emotion coming out so we kind of tend to if we're not mindful use people that are closest to us to to vent mm. and to release that emotion in an inappropriate way but if we were yeah. more mindful about it we could sense something is building we could analyze why that's happening and we could find an outlet which doesn't hurt or harm anyone any innocent bystander yeah Yeah. so there are many techniques how you can release this emotion again you can uh, use actually osho dynamic meditation Uh, and there is it's it's one hour (laughs) it's very long and very physically active so it's nothing that we uh, we think maybe meditation is 
So you hold your hands up again, your head, and it has four, four stages. So one of the stage is when you actually hold, hold your hands up and you freeze and you hold it for 10 minutes. And then there is next stage where you can release everything and you have 10 minutes where you can express by your voice everything. So you start to cry or you start to really shout and be really loud and it's also really helping to open up that voice and don't hold this emotion and you practice also the shaking so actually you can even visualize the anger what color it has what size it has how yes. does it look like does it have some shape and you can shake it of your body yes it's important to get that physical thing happening the blood circulation oxygen yeah. going through the system to to release that it's a real physical energy people I, i'll probably go to a, the gym a lot as well to get rid yeah, of anger yeah yeah, yeah. So, so so that's that's very interesting because they've also done a lot of study in the area of cancer and they've found that people who are most prone to getting cancer have a particular personality type that bottles up emotions and they, they mm. don't feel like they can express themselves or they, they don't want to get, uh, they don't want to offend someone and they tread very softly and, and yeah. you know, they're very usually introverted and, and yeah, just holding everything, you know, have to have a stoic approach and, you know, like you're not weak and you're very strong, but, but it's, it, it dissolves you from the inside out. Those emotions yeah. that don't, aren't released can, can lead to yeah. disease. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And this is like, you don't have to do this hard exercise, but you can start with small things. Like for me, I dance every day. And this is the way how I feel I can express myself. Yeah, dancing is fun. Yeah, and it's fun. Like you said, like I have like my music that I really love. It gets me into better move just by the vibration of, of that music yes and it gives me that shaking and you know everything <laughs> that I need to really release but so physically I don't hold it and when I do it like with the intention to release it it's even more powerful so I would suggest like people to dance more <laughs> and if yeah. every every one of us is dancing every morning it, it takes like maybe you know three four minutes three to five minutes just this it's wonderfully liberating isn't it you feel very free when you dance there's a yeah. freedom and if people are feeling quite trapped in their lifestyle I think it's a great antidote to shake it all off and get rid yeah. of it yeah and yeah. you start with this little movement so so changes will start directly because you will <laughs> you will want more of this actually you will start you to get addicted really to it but it's a good yeah. thing to be addicted to <laughs> yeah this is this helping uh, so, like a healthy coping mechanism yeah yeah i just wanted to um to finish on one last thing which is how can women because as as you've said in your uh in your notes um women contribute a great amount to the consciousness and evolution of humanity in the planet and and men have their own contribution uh, i i always thought that um women need to be more creating the right environment and the guidance and then men can come into their own 
For some reason in society today in these modern times, men have kind of disappeared. I heard a lecture Mm. the other day from um, a man who does secret men's business. So he has men's workshops to try and get them to recover their own power. Um, But a key element is that the women in their lives need to be supporting that male power as well, because a woman needs a man to protect her and the family and the children. So men's role are, are very much as protectors to make sure that life and health flourishes in that family unit and thereby in the community because families are just connected we're all connected in community so how how do you see the role of men and women in this dynamic yeah so for men to be protective of women women must show this vulnerability right so this is i think the key thing because we are learned to be strong and and independent and we can we actually i'm not sure if we can be totally independent which can be triggering for some people and especially for this strong woman and i'm perceived uh, by men by like independent a lot but i mean we live in a world where everything is interconnected so the independence i don't i'm not sure if it can happen and it can be there so so for this dynamic i think vulnerability is really important because when women open up and be intimate with the person then the, the other person can be more protective of her and can be that strong person so this is i think the real strength that we should practice more and and it's practice it's practice and yes. it's not easy for me as well so so I have to practice myself yes Um, it's sometimes being mindful and stepping back a little bit and being respectful it's difficult when you're a strong woman and very capable um, if you're not mindful it's very easy to tread on in in other people's spaces too much without realizing what you're doing so it's a matter of standing still and noticing and being more observant of the people around you of the energy around you and working with it in a group dynamic so that those strong women can be better leaders Um, and you can be a leader uh, as a woman with a man protecting you as well Um, you know you can change roles Uh, I think that's how it's meant to be isn't it sometimes we're the leader and sometimes we need to be rescued and it changes yeah and this is wonderful what you said because in when I mentioned this aunt example in ants the leader is one who knows the direction so it is not the one who is the strongest one the biggest one it's not the one who has so-called power. It's not the one who is authority. Either that someone claim him or her as authority figure or... It's, it's not my she, way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. But it's the one who knows the direction that is best for all of of the colony or all of, yes. of them. So uh, I think that... Uh, this is this is way where we should go to know actually where is direction of our life. Yes, and when and we know this direction, then we 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 lead it and we are more empowered actually. 
and empowered to live a good life and a happy life with lots of dancing yeah. and singing and yoga yes. <laughs> and yes, lots of absolutely. hugging and lots of respect um, uh, because everyone has something good to contribute. So I think, you know, sometimes when we're not mindful, we, we're tempted to just be, be overly critical. And when that happens, we're actually criticizing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, so good is even to take journal, to, to write a journal. And when you mentioned this masculine and feminine energy, it is energy that every one of us has inside of us. So it's good to notice when, in which situations we actually express more feminine energy, in which situation we express more masculine energy, and think what is balancing for us about these energies because we seek balance in our oh, body perfect i always say it's all about balance good health is all about yeah. balance so the body internally chemically is always looking to rebalance if you yeah. make too much acid it's looking to buffer the acids so you lift alkaline you're always trying to get that balance back uh, chemically and on all levels and then when you when you've got the right balance you feel really good you feel like you can jump out of your skin super happy yeah. super healthy um, and confident and you you your brain thinks more clearly um, you can make better decisions and see the directions better so um, yeah. and and we need to support that in each other as well um, because everyone has something good to contribute and different skill sets, different talents and abilities. When we respect those talents in others, it comes together and the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and the whole family unit flourishes and things go well. Um, so we need to just um, take a step back and be more observant and I guess do more dancing yeah. How how would you finish up our podcast today with what would you recommend people to focus on most? To create joy within their life. Like really focus what makes you the most joyful version of yourself and bring that more into your life because this is the highest vibration emotion I think that we can have. Even like more than love, like joy is the creative power so this is something that i would recommend like what makes you joyful and and add it more into your life follow your happiness yes, yes. follow your fun yeah which is in the heart isn't it that's where we feel happiness it's more in the heart and that yeah. creates a lot of energy think of how um how uh, a lot how much energy you need to be happy you need a lot of energy so people who are depressed really have no energy it's depression of energy um so to get energy you need to work on many levels to rev up the energy to feel that happiness it's all uh, based on fun and if you can find your fun the energy starts to spiral upwards yeah yeah and uh with with this example it's also important to think about your nutrition because people who are in low mood they, and this is my my topic they they think that they need sugar so they can live a little bit more happier but it's only like superficial thing and sugar it's, does not make us really happy no it's very uh, so, short term and you have a big yeah. crash afterwards and yeah, the, the byproducts of sugar metabolism 
are more acids and acids dissolve you faster. And also you use up many more magnesium ions to metabolize the sugar. It kind of steals the magnesium out of your body, more likely to cause cramps and all sorts of magnesium deficiency symptoms. So again, remember we talked about the balance. So the higher the magnesium, the lower the sugar sensitivity. The lower the magnesium, the more you crave the sugar. So, so it's very important to get the nutrition right. Absolutely. We are body, mind, and soul all wrapped up in yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing to add. You, you said it perfectly. <laughs> so, so how can people connect with you and find out more about what you do if they want to read or listen to um, uh, maybe lectures? Uh, we've done uh, podcasts that people can listen to. Obviously, this will be a recording I will share with you as well. But how can people connect with you? Where's the first place? So you can reach me on socials, so Dr. Michaela uh, Coach, uh, on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, even on TikTok, so you can find me there. And then my web pages, uh, my name and surname.com, michaelachernekova.com. And uh, feel free to book a call if you uh, would like to discuss anything. And actually, next year in spring, we have live event in Switzerland, kind of short retreat where we practice this yoga and laughter yoga. There will be a lot of dancing and we will cook there and it will be also coaching so we can um, uh, you you can really like explore yourself from many different aspects and you will get there much more practical things to take to your own life it's easy you you can follow it so nothing complicated so so the goal is to create new habits that you want to take with you into your life so you your life is with more quality and joy and happiness that sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm sure you'll meet a lot of really lovely people there as well, all looking for the same thing. I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about meeting these people. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for this um, this um, interview. I really appreciate it. I think people will get a lot out of it. And um, all thank the best so for much. the future. Thank you so much, Sandy. I Have really fun. enjoyed to talk with you. <laughs> thank you. Wonderful. You <laughs> Bye-bye. The goal of the Body Charge podcast is to bring you empowering healthy lifestyle tips and information about how magnesium can help to alleviate stress and deficiency symptoms. More than ever before, we all need to be mindful of how to strengthen, support and defend our body and mind for a more rewarding and joyful life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share with others. If you wish to be notified of new Body Charge podcasts, you can subscribe at wherever you get your podcasts. To be notified of new blogs and product special offers, please subscribe to our newsletters at electromagnesium.com.au.